Welcome to Tea Talks. I'm your host, Ethan Turr, and my co-host, Tim Elkana, is here with me. What up, guys? We are starting podcasts. You're here. This is our first episode, officially. And uh... <laughs> it's true. <laughs> first and, uh, and only. Uh, we had several trials before this, but I think uh, we nailed it down. This is our MVP ready to ship right now. Um, mm-hmm. Very excited. We actually got the idea for a podcast while we were staying in an Airbnb near Lake Tahoe. I, I think uh, boredom really helps with like creative ideas. Don't you think so, Tim? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let me tell you how boring it is being in the Tahoe wilderness for two weeks with nothing but Wi-Fi. It's, <laughs> it's great out there. It's great. But that kind of brings us to the purpose of this show. You might be listening and saying, hey, I gave Ethan and Tim a pity listen because they're cool, they're tight, they're they might be some of the coolest folks here. If you are in that position and you're still listening, uh, we just wanted to give you a thank you. I know it's been about a minute, minute and a half. Um, to get closer to the point of what this podcast is for, I turn it back to Ethan. Yeah. So I think the purpose for this podcast is, you know, Tim and I, we've been friends for a while now, almost like four a years, month, I think. A month. Yeah. About a month. Somewhere between a month and four years. And so we, we've been keeping like in touch long distance since we both graduated from college. And this just feels like a nice way to record our friendship. You know, like what, what do you talk about in like a long, long distance, like best friendship, you know? And so this is like a cool podcast. Like, Hey, you get to be a part of our friendship journey. Um, We'll probably talk about stuff that happens to us in our lives and also things we find interesting Maybe we'll invite some guests that we think are cool, but for the most part, cool. We'll still invite you because you know, mad respect to having the guts to come on to podcast. Yeah. Starting podcasts is too easy. Honestly, that's, that's the other reason. Yeah. There's no barrier to entry anymore. So might as well just start a podcast. Exactly. But yeah, there's no, there's no like long-term like goal of like turning this into a book deal or something. It's just literally Tim and I, you know, catching up and I think having interesting conversations for us and also for you guys, the listeners. Exactly. And like Ethan and I just mentioned earlier, this is uh, more of just us like catching up, having a good time. Both of us got drinks. We're just chilling here talking. We wanted to record and share with anyone who else may be interested. And if you are so interested, then please feel free to bring up a cup, uh, water, wine, whatever you got. Don't have to be Jesus to participate, but you're free to join. Um, and we'll be chilling here just talking about a variety of subjects. Yeah. So why don't we kick off by talking a little bit about ourselves, maybe how we got to know each other. I think that's a fun story. The way that I, I remember the first time we talked, it was at a pizza place, Woodstocks, down to, in downtown San Luis Obispo. Do you remember this, Tim? Like our first time talking? We, we had like a scavenger hunt in college for the Cal Poly entrepreneurs. And I remember that was the first time, like, I, I remember talking to you and, like, having a really interesting conversation. And soon after that conversation, we were both invited to, like, live together at, like, an entrepreneur house. And so we really That's didn't exclusive. know each other. Yeah, we didn't, like, know each other very well. I was an incoming officer for the club. And so that was basically all we had in common. It was, like, we just met, we had the club, and, like, we had one or two maybe conversations and then we just agreed to, like, be roommates. That was, like, the beginning of our friendship. And who knew it would blossom into something so so beautiful and grand that uh, to catch <laughs> up, we have to set up Zoom podcasts and record them. Yeah, I know, right? No, I, I mean, I don't need to get into, like, my roommate shit. But you were the first <laughs> person that I live with that I actually, like, enjoyed living with. <laughs> so, I know. I had, I had a few bad experiences in college and so it was like a big leap of faith I think and I think it really turned out well but yeah that that's like the beginning of our friendship I think it was it was in college and it was just like we just happened to both decide to live together that year we shared a bedroom (laughs) and a bed and I'm saying boys (laughs) oh man but yeah do, do you remember that experience the like when we first met kind of thing uh, yeah, so not, not a great way to start a podcast, because, uh, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> wow. okay. I, I do remember eating pizza with some really cool people. 
this was after some scavenger hunt. One of the clubs, like I think the finance club, wanted to put on some event. Went to the event, really fun, grabbed some food after. And Ethan was there, uh, apparently, or so he says. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure it was a really fun time, but the first time I think I met you was during Startup Weekend. And I remember this because I was trying to take pictures. I was doing some photography. I was putting on the event. And I believe this was, it wasn't junior, right? This was sophomore year. Yeah. Because this is before we, we lived together. And so we were essentially around like in a circle doing rock, paper, scissors. Ethan, for some reason, was just killing it. Like this was around Robin, rock, paper, scissors. You had to consistently win like time over time again just to get to the top. And at the end, it was Ethan and some other guy. And I remember taking a picture of Ethan because he was the winner. Do you, do you remember that? I do remember that, actually. That's funny that you mentioned that. It was That was a crazy game. There were, like, over 100 people that participated. It was, like, tournament-style rock, paper, scissors, which was really interesting. Um, yeah. But, like, that was that to me was, I think, the first time. Like, we didn't really talk then, but afterwards you came up and you're like, hey, I'm building this kind of startup. would love some, like, info. I'm like, yeah, let's talk. And then we talked and then very quickly became friends. I think ever since then, very lucky to also have, have Ethan as a friend. He's a real tight guy, real interested in a lot of the same stuff. And so I think uh, friendship has blossomed and naturally extended to podcast. Yes, I, I would agree. I, I also enjoy having Tim as a friend. All right, let's not get too sappy. This is the, the tearjerker part of the podcast. <laughs> no, but we, we've been through a lot together. Yeah, we've been through a lot. We really have. I mean... I need to like get it to like specifics, but like I remember there was one point in college where like I just I had I got really sick and like you were there for me. You had mono, wasn't it? Yeah, the kissing disease. Kissing disease. <laughs> this um, man, hey, keep your keep your lips away from Ethan. Oh man, everyone got it. It was like going around Cal Poly. All you had to do is like drink water from the water fountain and you get mono. Yeah, that's not uh, how you got it, huh? You want to tell us a story, or is that a late night? No, I was in a relationship at the time, and she didn't get mono, so I don't think it was a kissing. I didn't get it from kissing. At least I don't think I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, like, the thing about mono is, like, most people get it over the course of their lives. They just don't know they get have it because the, like, the side, of, like, side effects of it are, like, mild or, like, non-existent. But for me, the side effects were so horrible, I felt like I couldn't breathe for, like, a week. My mom had to comment. This is a very like deep story to like start off with. Yeah, welcome to TikToks, guys. Hopefully you're yeah. having a good time. <laughs> Anyways, I felt like close to death and it was really scary. But just like stuff like that. Like we've been through a lot together. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how personal we want to get on the first episode. But like I think like part of a part of this is like sharing stories and like reminiscing about like the stuff we've done together. We went to Vegas together. Like, that was fun. Oh, that was a killer time. Let me tell you how going to Vegas is really fun when the only other guy there with you is, like, stone cold sober. <laughs> Ethan didn't drink at that point, didn't, didn't partake in any recreational stuff. I, you're right. I didn't, and it was a personal choice, but I just didn't feel like binge drinking or whatever in college was, like, for me. And so I decided to abstain altogether because of the peer pressures. Like I do drink now. now. I drink now. I'm drinking currently, so that's obviously not the case anymore. But yeah, what when are you we're drinking, by the way, what are you drinking? Oh, uh, this is the the wine that uh, we got. We went wine tasting. Do you do you, do you remember this? <laughs> <laughs> the first you, half, apparently, yeah. apparently, you don't remember parts of it. So <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, we so we recorded an initial podcast where we were like go wine tasting together. And um, Tim conveniently decided to get to level nine on the Richter scale. And uh, oh, I was shaking. I was shaking. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a fun time. I, I I have the recording of it. I actually just listened to it like recently, and and none of it is publishable. That's gonna be my word of the day. <laughs> publishable. <laughs> it's it's not publishable, but we will make an exception if you donate a particularly hefty amount. Well, at the end of the show, we'll, we'll share our bank uh, account details, so feel free to drop yeah. in some hondos. Yeah, we'll, we'll share our Venmos, and uh, we'll create a Patreon 
whoever donates the most money will get exclusive access to our pre-recordings of this podcast (laughs) that are are not publishable (laughs) we'll we'll also be on dribble uh, in case you'd like to to see our work in that department about pulling up a logo and we'll be on gumroad too in case you want to just be really really nice and use all these services but i I think that was a good intro section do you want to do you want to talk about our like recent uh travels to uh Grizzly Flats. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and if if I had to like pick Grizzly Flats on the map, I would have assumed it was in the middle of the country. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the younger brother of Yellowstone. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Or like Big Bear. <laughs> or it's Big like, Bear. Oh, yeah. Grizzly Grizz- Flats. Grizzly Flats is somewhere near Big Bear, right? Yeah. Speaking of, I did, I did see a bear while we were on that trip. I can share that story later on. But let, let's go back back to Grizzly Flats. So we found this Airbnb. It was a guest suite. So we had this whole, it was like four bedroom suite to ourselves, which included a pool table, a gazebo, no, sorry, not gazebo, jacuzzi in the bathroom. So just a bathtub. Um, yeah, well, with like jets in it, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah it it was just a really nice like place to live like live for like two weeks um also conveniently two hours away from like tahoe so yeah that was also one hour away from the nearest grocery store or gas station which is great (laughs) or 45 minutes away from the local wine tasting yes (laughs) but yeah that, that was a fun place to say you were mainly working for like most of it but i think when you weren't working we had a lot of fun just hanging out i don't know i feel like we haven't hung out in a while you know like when was the yeah. last time we hung out hung out it was when you visited passive wine Rumble. tasting yeah so we have a wine tasting uh, pattern i guess now yeah <laughs> but last time was in Paso robles this time was in grizzly flats the next time maybe napa we're gonna fly out to italy here their covid cases are going down you want to do an Italy trip? We can do an Italy trip. Do you speak Italian? No, but I can do an Italian accent, which is basically the same thing, right? Grizzly flats <laughs> in one sentence, Italian accent. Go. The grizzly flats is so good. It's almost <laughs> like I'm a pizza, but even more crispy. It's more crispy, you know, just the... <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. It's so tasty. The za. Pizza za. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of fun uh, things to do in Grizzly Flats, uh, we even did make a pizza hmm. from scratch. That's true. It's it's one of my little vegan life hacks, which I will share for the audience. I've been vegan for over four years now, yeah. and I'm pretty lazy eater, so I like to make things that I used to eat and love to eat, and so pizza was one of the things that I liked eating. So. If you go to Trader Joe's, they have pizza dough for like two bucks. And then you basically just put, you flour that, put it in an oven, put all the toppings that you love, spaghetti sauce. For me, it's pineapple and olives because I love pineapple on pizza. Everyone should love pineapple on pizza. But um, (laughs) that might be the most controversial thing that we'll we'll say in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, careful guys. Yeah, what, what are your favorite pizza toppings, Tim? I like anchovies. No, you don't. What? Anchovies? <laughs> I love anchovies. N- not on pizza. I never had anchovies on pizza. I'm not, like, from the 80s. But I love anchovies. Like, I eat that with rice. I eat that with, like, peanuts. They're delicious. Oh, so, full disclosure, I, I am Asian. Uh, I know weird last name. It's one of those multicultural. By 2023, everyone will be a mix of every way, like, I, it sounds like that, but I'm just straight up full Asian. So anchovies, delicious, love it, part of my diet. In terms of best pizza, pizza toppings, I think I'd have to say sauce. I, back to the classics, I really like sausage, and I really like garlic. So either one of those, I think, contributes to a really happy Tim. But I'm, like, open to anything, mm. like, except for a cheese pizza. Like, I just, I can't do cheese pizza. It feels like a waste of money because the cheese they give you is the exact same. You get deluxe, you get combo, you get pepperoni. The cheese is there regardless. So you're just paying the same price for less toppings. 
That's hot take. Hot take. Uh, unless the cheese is the fake diet cheese, in which case it is a topping because it's true. Not normal. Not normal cheese. Interesting. So sausage. So if you uh, share your address with our listeners, maybe they'll send you a sausage garlic pizza. Uh, <laughs> Seven one four <laughs> Grand Avenue, San Luis Obispo. <laughs> it was seven one three, by the way. That was our old. Place. Oh, was it? Was uh, in the wrong yeah. Apartment. Oh, really? Rent free. Rent free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I just assume that you're like a squatter now, so. I. I live in a dilapidated one bedroom in a bad, bad part of Oakland. It's, they call that South, South Oakland. So, so Oakland. So, so, oh, you know it. Catch me out in the mm-hmm. SOSO. Oh, yeah. I am from okay. NorCal. Um, Ethan is from SoCal. Uh, so we tend to have a little bit different tendencies in terms of what we're interested in and all that, where we grew up. So that comes into play and you may see that as well as we dive deeper into the topics of this podcast. Yeah. Like I, I've never said hella before, but Tim likes to hella. say hella all the time. Hella. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Parade me around like you're uh, freaking NorCal. I'm, I'm actually from the Valley, San Fernando Valley. And so you may hear my Valley girl accent come out sometimes. So if you hear me saying like, 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 like a lot, you can Bye. blame the Valley Girl accent. I don't say "Oh my God" much, but maybe sometimes I'll be like, "Oh my God!" Like totally, yeah. He does it a lot, like, by the way. So cool. No, I don't. This don't tell our listen. Don't lie to our listeners. <laughs> don't lie to our listeners. Listeners, if you're listening to this, uh, we really do appreciate your contribution to our four hundred one ks and our banks. Just drop in money <laughs> real quick. We'll take that and we'll we'll deposit it into our retirement savings. I know it's a tough time, but I know you can do it. <laughs> is is that if we yeah, motivate them? What, what, yeah, what's our what's our like uh, average um, income from this podcast? Like sixty nine cents a month. I, <laughs> I, I yeah, that sounds about accurate. But then, but yeah. then on the eleventh month, for some reason, we just get a massive windfall: sixty nine hundred dollars. Boom. Years over, we close yeah. like around like seven thousand in our bank, and maybe like in like three years, we'll make like sixty nine thousand dollars a year. That'd be nice. Oh yes, now that's a liberal wage. Hmm. For one of us, <laughs> maybe not you, because <laughs> you live in the Bay Area. <laughs> yeah, just kill me while I'm at it. These rent prices. Man. Oh man. Yeah. How How's a Bay Area living going for you? It's good. What's, I, um, what's the What's life in the Bay like? Also, it's COVID, by the way. If you're listening to this and you've survived the COVID apocalypse, congrats. We're still in the middle of it. So, you know, still isolating, still very much living online in the virtual world. Living online, living at home, working online, living at work. A lot of different ways to call it. But I live here at home. It's a nice place here. Out all the way in Northern California in the suburbs just chilling usually used to go to sf quite often for work but unfortunately that's all now restricted to zoom and like google meet and things like that but yeah things things are good here things are nice i i've been here for like two weeks now maybe one week since grizzly flats which was that vacation ethan and i just went on ethan when when did you get back did you do anything after grizzly flats i just took a longer way back so Grizzly Flats was what, like two, three hours away from your house. So you could like make it back in one day. Yeah. For me, it was like almost eight hours. So I was like, oh, just like take the long way back. So I spent three days extra driving back to LA. I went to, I drove through Sacramento and then I camped in a China state camp, China camp state park. Not to be confused uh, with the really... China Uyghur concentration camps, which we should outlaw instead of, you know, visiting. Sorry, sorry, go on. Just have to make a little plug. That's right. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. So maybe, maybe you can, like, <laughs> fill me in on the China concentration. Is, is, are those, like, happening in China? Or is it, that's not a U.S. thing, is it? No, that's like a, the Chinese government is uh, killing away certain minorities. It's in their form of eugenics, which is debatably ethical slash non-ethical 
but yeah, that's sorry. Go go back to to China camp. <laughs> yeah, well, the the place I was staying at had nothing to do with that, but <laughs> it was it was a campgrounds, and they I think it's where the Chinese like Chinese immigrants stayed when they came from like China. They had like old buildings where they used to like like farm shrimp. They would fish shrimp, I guess, and then just like fishing boats and stuff. It's kind of cool to like see like the history of like immigration to the Bay for like Chinese Americans. So that's where I stayed. And like the cool part was that my campsite was like really close to like, a deer den, which I had never seen before, but it's like where deer live. And so there's like little baby deer and like the two like, like adult deer. And they're all just like staying like under a tree and like a bunch like brush and sticks and stuff. And that was like 30 feet away from my tent. That's so, <laughs> so cool. Oh my God. It it was really cool. So that was fun. I visited my grandpa like the next day. And then I stayed in San Luis Obispo for a couple of days with my old roommate, former roommate, or I guess at my old apartment. And I visited some friends there um, trying to stay socially distant, you know, wear a mask and stuff, but also like reconnecting with people. Cause I had moved out of San Luis Obispo back in June. So I hadn't really seen these people for in a while. I had, like slow friends. So it was nice to like see them on my way back to LA. I How also got tested doing? COVID at the end and I got was negative. So I felt better about traveling, staying safe. Um, sorry, what? No, I was just going to ask, what, what did you end up doing in slow? It sounds like you were there for like two days, three days. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it was basically because by the time I got there the first day, it was already like nighttime. So I I went to my favorite vegan takeout. It's called Ziggy's. Uh, that's a shout out for all you people shout interested. They have like the best food. The apple pie rolls are to die for. It's like hot, like warm apple. Then like it's like biting into an apple pie with like a flaky crust with sugar, powdered sugar on it. It's like mouthwatering. I get it every time I go there now. If it was closer, I'd probably gain a bunch of weight from all of the apple pie rolls I'd be eating. So <laughs> just a, so good right now. It's a shout out, also just like a, a warning because <laughs> you'll be addicted to these apple pie rolls. <laughs> I'll get you. So yeah, that was the first night I like took the dinner and I went to like Terrace Hill and I watched the sunset, which was pretty. It's like, because of all the fires, like the sun is just so red. It's like crazy red. And so like the sunsets are even like cooler. And like, this is the best place to watch the sunset in San Luis Obispo. So that was like the first night. The second night I was just like getting coffee and food with friends. I went to the beach with my friends. I don't know if I want to out, like, I don't know if I want to talk about specifics like people yet. I don't know because this is a public podcast, but went to the beach and we, we like lit a fire at the dog beach in Avila. And I guess they took the fire pits away. We were like, well, it doesn't say no no burning or no fires. And so we lit a fire anyways on the beach. And then like after maybe 15 minutes, someone like pulls over and is like, you can't have that here. I'm going to give you 30 minutes to put it away. If it's not like away, then I don't know. Like, So that's why we had like, yeah, I know, right? It also, this is a shout out to Cal Poly entrepreneurs. This is where I learned this method. It's called don't ask for permission beg for forgiveness so <laughs> that's what i did there and it works because you know technically i guess you weren't supposed to do fires on the beach but it didn't say that explicitly so i just did it anyways and nothing bad happened so so you were forgiven right. basically like they you got off scot-free did the dude can come back again no if he did come back it was already out by the time he came back so there was nothing to be angry at us about anymore uh, but yeah, that that's kind of my slow trip in a little package format. But it it was fun. I, I I miss slow, but I think I'm ready to do other things. You know, slow is just like a small little college town. So I think after a while, you kind of overstay your welcome in a way. Like it, no one's like explicitly says like you should leave, but you kind of get the sense after like all your friends move away. Like, maybe this isn't the best place to, like, settle, you know? When when did you get that feeling? Because I think you were in slow for, like, maybe two years. 
Yeah, it was two years. I think COVID really made me feel like I didn't have a community anymore there. So I'm, I probably wouldn't have left if I still had like my weekly dodgeball and basketball or I could go to the gym, you know, or I could see my friends on a regular basis. But basically all of those things just like went away very quickly. And then I realized, okay, like this doesn't feel like home anymore. I think it's time to move on. So that's why I left, partly because of COVID. Also, I, I lost my job during COVID, so that wasn't super fun. Yay. Yeah. I, I feel like everyone has like their little shitty COVID story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or, or quite a few. Maybe many. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't need to like this doesn't need to be like a therapy session, but <laughs> I, I I feel better now. Like I'm not, I don't, <clears throat> I don't like shake my fist at the sky. Like why is everything bad happened to me? Like that's, I just, I've moved on. So it's okay. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, I feel like right now it's like, we're seeing unprecedented unemployment and it's, it's ridiculous. Some of my friends have also experienced the same and just trying to find a new position, regardless of what level you are, what what function you occupy. I think it's just difficult across the board. Unless you're in tech, in which case, you know, hats off to you. It's like, enjoy your 20K bonus. Is that a thing? <laughs> oh, man. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, heard like, I heard, like, the Zoom CEO made, like, was it, like, $13 billion almost overnight? It was great. No, it was no. after like their, yeah, they had like a, like investor, like a shareholders meeting. And like, because their numbers were so good, like just everyone bought Zoom. And then like the value of Zoom stock just like skyrocketed. Or maybe it was like 13 billion over like the course of COVID. It was something like that. We're just like, seriously, these people are just like mega rich. And also we're recording this on Zoom. <laughs> so Shout out Zoom. Yeah. We love you. Thanks Zoom for supporting our T-Talks podcast. Yeah. Hey, Zoom, we know you get that money. Send send us some money. We'd very much appreciate that. Yeah. If you'd like to sponsor out. us, we can do our Zoom bragging session. We can talk about all the features that we're using for this podcast and you know, promote Zoom in the way that it should be promoted in a friendly conversational manner. Exactly. And Zoom CEO, I, I know you're Asian, my boy Eric. Come hit me up as well. We we have that connection. Always got your back. You can also hit me up, but as a um, one degree removed from my friend Tim. So we don't have the Asian connection. I am Caucasian, which isn't the same. So I'm not going to like pretend like it is. But <laughs> since you are connected to Tim through that way, you are also connected to me through the property of, what's that math property? It's called, I have an Asian friend, I believe. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of an actual, I'm not trying to be racist. <laughs> oh, <laughs> transitive? Yes, tra transitive property. Thank you. That was it. I was, I was blanking on the transitive property thing. Yes. Yeah. A anyways. So yeah, thank you, Zoom. We appreciate the 60, $690 that you've sent us for this episode. Yeah. Oh um, my God. That's higher than I was expecting. But math was oh. never my strong suit, I feel. And uh, I don't know. Community. No, what's up? What was your strong suit? Men's warehouse. What? <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay. Uh, that was our, our dad pun of the day. It's our, uh, it's our dad pun. Neither of us are dads. That we know of. That we know of. I don't know, Ethan. You've been... I don't know. <laughs> are you going to slut shame me right now? <laughs> I, I, I would respect if you had one partner for your entire life. And only one partner. Okay. This is this is our values differentiating. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm a monogamous person. <laughs> we'll what, what would you describe yourself like in terms of explore, exploratory actions? I think it depends on my life status. So like my last girlfriend slash ex, like I had a job, apartment, like everything that I wanted in my life to be like stable was stable and so i was like oh yeah i can be in a committed committed relationship with one person whereas oh i'm moving out of slow i can't be in a relationship that's not fair to anyone so that that's like for me how i decided i guess emotionally ready too 
But anyways, what about you? You want to talk about your exploratory, your your ventures? Have you yeah, planted any a... seeds recently? Have I heard what? <laughs> Put, planted any seeds, you know, like invested in a person with your seed. Yeah, it's a uh, seed investing, huh? I'm more of a more of a series A, series B. I like the middle stage. I like other people to bet them first, and I come in a little bit later for a less percent. But you know, these are these are more likely to succeed. Yeah, I'm more of an angel investor myself. So, oh, I like it. So you come down from like the sky and you just like bestow what divine will upon people, just force them to do. <laughs> I, I would say that's the most casual form of investing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's um, a, what's the topic? <laughs> we gotta find a topic. All right, new topic. Let's see. So, oh, we didn't talk about. Should we get? Can we go back to like our Lake Tahoe story? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So we stayed in Grizzly Flats. Um, really nice place. We had a few like crazy experiences while we were there. So cool. do you want to do you want to like start do you want to talk about the bear story or the emerald bay story the emerald do you want me to have it emerald bay oh emerald bay all right yeah so i can i can chat about emerald bay i feel like you had the experience with the bear i feel like you may have more more insight and emotion to share um okay but yeah emerald bay is tight if you guys haven't been to tahoe highly recommend emerald bay really cool location essentially it's so Tahoe's a big lake on the corner of California and Nevada. And on the, on the southwest side is a little bay called Emerald Bay. It's, it's not very wide. I think it's like maybe like 100 yards, a few hundred yards wide, just to get inside the bay from the water. So we rented a boat way up on the, I think, northwest side, regular west side of Tahoe. I got on a boat, went straight south all the way along the shore, ended up in a beautiful little bay. There's an island in the middle of Emerald Bay, and it's like abandoned. There's like maybe like some kind of fort that was once there. Zero strategic value in a fort in the middle of a bay, but still really really cool. We yeah we we ended up going out there, grabbing some drinks, uh, had a Mike's Hard and a what was the other thing? Like some kind of pineapple pineapple cider. Um, it was an Ace Pineapple. Ace Pineapple. Ace Pineapple cider. Love those. And so we were just chilling on a boat, looking at the view. It was gorgeous. It was, it was like midday, put on sunscreen, had the music bump. Like, and that's when I learned about like the Roses remix. He was playing on the radio, like, shout out Island Deck. But yeah, it was, it was super fun. It was like beautiful out there. And we didn't expect it to be so clear and clean. And Ethan was like, you know what? I bet I could drink this water. <laughs> so he pulled out a water bottle and he, he dipped it in the lake, had the lake water go inside the bottle. And then he, he bottled it up for drinking back at Grizzly Flats. I, I never, I never drank the water. I, I bottled it. I still have it here. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. You I guess I could it? sell it to Highest Bitter. Whoever wants uh, Lake Tahoe water from Emerald Bay, they should hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> do you think people would buy that? I mean, people buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think so. Yes. I wonder if there is a market for that. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. So that was, that was really fun. Emerald Bay was day two, I believe. Uh, so we were in Tahoe for a weekend. There was uh, day one, day two. Um, that was day two. Took up a whole chunk of the day. Really cool stuff. But uh, day one, we ended up camping in... Uh, do you remember where it was? What, what happened? Sugar, Sugar, Pine, Sugar Pine Point Sugar Pine. campground. So when we got there... This really cute ranger, she, like, was telling us, like, oh, yeah, we have, like, bears. And, like, I didn't really take it seriously. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Everyone has bears, whatever. And then Tim, like, heard this, and he's like, oh, God, like, this is going to be the scariest thing ever. We're going down. And she's telling us, like, oh, if you see a bear, you just got to get really big, start making loud noises. They, like, get scared easily. They just want your food. So... You have to use the bear boxes, put all your food, anything that smells like sweet, put in this bear box and you'll be fine. But they also said that they had like break into cars to like get your food. So that was, that was kind of scary. But then we like, we set up our tent. I set up like a hammock. Like we're really, we're like chilling, you know, I can say this. 
I can say this because it's like California, like it's legal. So we were both high also. Really? I just me. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I, I was drinking. <laughs> I had we had just went to this dispensary and bought these like oh shout out to Rebel Coast. <laughs> oh yeah, shout they out had, to Rebel uh, Coast. Hey Chip Forsyth. You know what I'm saying? Get that discount. Yeah, if they want to sponsor us, you know, we'll ha- happily drink your it was like C B D seltzer water in it a can. Are <laughs> right, they not gonna sponsor us if you say it was awful? Hey Rebel Co, shout out <laughs> shout out to your, your flavor team. Better better tell them to add more <laughs> ingredients in that. Uh, I mean it was zero calories, so like what do you expect? Yeah. Anyways, so I'm drinking like these bottles we bought. I think I just bought an edible thing too. So I was like really high, like chilling in my hammock. And then because I just drank so much like seltzer water, I was like, all right, I have to pee. So I walk over to the bathroom, which is maybe like 100 feet away from our campsite. And as I'm walking to the bathroom, I get to like the male door and I look to like my left and I see a bear like in the, like just next to a tree, like 50 feet away from me. He's like clawing at the tree. And I, I don't think it like registered fully in my mind because I just like stared at it. I'm like, this isn't real. Like, I'm imagining this, like, don't freak out. Like, just don't move. And then the bear, like, makes eye contact with me. And all of a sudden, we're, like, staring each other down. Like, what is this person going to do? You know, what's the bear going to do? And I decided, because of my amazing just brain, is like, take out your phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're never going to see a bear again. Take out your phone. Classic one. So, I, yeah, exactly. So would it be death by bear or death by selfie if that was the <laughs> scenario? Quick, quick break in the story. If I had died from the bear attacking me, would it have been my fault because I took out my phone? Or would it have been the wait, would have been the bear's fault? I don't know. Whatever. For, be, for being a bear? <laughs> for being a bear, yeah. For me being stupid and not like running away. Or are scaring it away. I I'm they yeah. I'm vegan, so I, I think it would have been my fault. I'll, I'll be the victim. Or the bear's the victim. Whatever. So <laughs> I take out my phone, I take a picture, and then I decided I wanted to record it also, so I click record on my phone. And as I click record, the bear, like, bolts away. So it, like, starts running super fast. If it was running towards me, I'd be, like, freaking out. But it, like, was running away, so I felt a little safer. Maybe bears are scared of phones. I don't know. And uh, I'm just scared of you. It's running away, and then I go into the bathroom, and I have like a panic attack, and I recorded my panic attack because I thought this bear could be outside the door. This could be like the last thing I ever do. Let me record myself having a panic attack. Not so I did that. Panic attack, just the response to you know I'm going to die. So your first thing is record a goodbye message. Well, yeah. I mean, if I was sober, maybe it would have been thinking clearly, but. Yeah, don't don't get high in the woods, boys and girls. <laughs> no, 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 you absolutely should do that. You might encounter a bear. Anyways, I like run back to after that. I run back to Tim. I like tell him that there's a bear on the loose, and then he doesn't believe me. And I showed him on my phone, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And so that bear was running around the campgrounds all night. It even ripped off a refrigerator door off an RV that was like the campsite adjacent to us so it was pretty pretty scary event that we both lived through real frightening yeah didn't you see the bear like later that night too tim like it was it was running because so the way that i tell the story is that you know like in a lightning storm like when the lightning is far away like you hear it but it's like very faint in the distance but then as it gets closer like the thunder gets close like it gets louder yeah, that's what it felt like in the campground because people were honking their horns to scare away the bear, <laughs> and so the honking noises were very far away, and then all of a sudden they got closer and closer. This is at night when like you can't see shit, and so it got to the point where like, oh my gosh, it's it's really close to us, and then I saw the bear. I yelled bear, and then I like held the emergency alarm on my car door, or my car, and it like scared it away. Did you see it then, though, Tim? I I think I saw it, like, during, like, this bear, man. This bear was going car to car, like, camp to camp, just, like, messing stuff up. 
And every time we would go to a different location, you would hear car horns of that person like trying to get the bear away. And like every like two minutes, we would hear a car horn and it'd be a little bit closer to our camp and a little bit closer again. And after like 15 minutes, this bear, we just saw in the middle of the woods, like far from any campground except ours. Um, and it was just like staring us down and then it ran away. And, but just for that brief moment, like you can tell like there was some fear. I said, we caused the bear fear and the bear caused us fear. <laughs> yeah, the bear is just hungry. Um, hungry bear. But yeah, that was, uh, that was our bear experience. It was but, pretty uh, difficult to bear, but uh, we got through it okay. Yeah, parts of it were unbearable, but we're good. <laughs> yeah, really, really left us feeling real grizzly in that tent. <laughs> All right, should we move on to another topic? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. What's up? All right, maybe maybe we like pick like a controversial s topic to talk about, or I don't know what what's what's something where like we can argue about like debate, like do, uh, what's something that you you believe that I don't share Marvel that same DC? Are you DC or Marvel? Which one are you? Are you Marvel? You're Marvel, right? I'm, I'm Marvel, yeah. You have a Marvel shirt. I'll, for, for the sake of the conversation, I'll, I'll be DC. I like both, but I think Marvel, business-wise and like character-wise, they've really knocked it out of the park in like the last 10 years. Okay, so then what do you like about DC? I think, I think two things. I'm not like a massive comics guy, but like based on what I've known and like what I've read and what I've seen, I would say DC has a bit more of the, their, Marvel has sort of, I think, taken center stage as a, like a cultural phenomenon. Like we see like Iron Man, like figurines, in like China, we see like Hulk in India, like all these like crazy, like anyone across the globe will like carry these like Avengers gear. But I think what DC has done is they've forged really interesting partnerships with really interesting people. They, they got people like Zack Schneider to direct Suicide Squad, or not Suicide Squad, what was that big one? Justice League. Things like Justice League. They, they weren't afraid to make The Dark Knight just like really, <laughs> a really interesting movie and pull that entire genre out. Like what Christopher Nolan did with Dark Knight, I thought was like incredible. So like DC, like I feel like has, has known to partner with really interesting people to get stuff done. Uh, and they may not have like great consequences. Like we, we watched Batman versus Superman in theaters. I remember I, I didn't really like it. I thought it was pretty awful, but like, I admired the choice to like make such like a Batman versus Superman. Like what an interesting movie to make, you know, like what, what a face off to have. Um, and I get like Avengers does that stuff. But at that point, I feel like it's a little more expected. They're partnering with the big dogs. They're, they're the big guys on the block, Marvel, MCU, this entire like franchise has really killed it. But DC just goes for the interesting, interesting choices. Um, one other example is Doom Patrol. So if you've heard about that show, I think it's, it went with like a Deadpool style approach where it took like a really irreverent angle and just made some characters and screwed around with them. Apparently really good. Haven't seen it, but that's another example of what they're doing with, with creativity and these characters. So I think DC is a little bit more brave. It's really exploring uncharted territory. I don't think it's as groundbreaking as Marvel, but in DC's defense, like they have less budget. They have interesting characters, but maybe legal complications with using these characters and they're making fine with it. They're doing okay. Yeah. I don't know if I'm anti DC. I mean, I've seen like basically everything, like all superhero stuff. I actually just watched Black Panther. I rewatched it last night. Oh, good movie. Yeah, do, do you know the reason why I rewatched it though? Why? Says uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away recently, oh, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I just, you know, like that weird like cultural phenomenon where like when a celebrity dies, you want to like listen to their music again or like watch their movies or whatever. Yeah, uh, or like their art becomes more valuable. For some reason, when someone dies, like that's when you develop the appreciation for their work. And so I, I watched Get On Up for the first time, which is a movie about, oh, why am I blanking his name now? James Brown. It's like the life of James Brown, which Chadwick oh, wow. Boseman portrayed. I was going to rewatch 42, but I, I don't know. I just watching like Chadwick, like play Black Panther, like reminded me why I love, marvel so much like i just 
<laughs> DC doesn't even have like a black actor or actress who like is a leading role in a movie. They got Iris. Um, huh? Iris Flash's girl. Is she Hispanic? Iris. Oh, I'm not talking about like I'm not talking about shows like feature feature length movies. Cyborg. Uh, Cyborg and Justice League. I know Cyborg is like African American, but he doesn't have his own movie. Like, like Black Panther was like the first like, like primarily black cast, and it's really cool to see like Marvel did that, and they didn't just do it; they like nailed it. Like, it was such a good movie. I the reason why I love that movie so much, and the reason why I love Marvel more than DC, it's about the villains. So, oh, for you, which is kind of like. It's a weird way to like look at it, but for Black Panther, like Michael B. Jordan, it was like Killmonger. His motives for wanting to take over Wakanda, share the resources of Wakanda with the rest of the world, were to help like black people around the globe, because Wakanda like had like kept themselves from the globe, basically protecting themselves, and then letting like white people take over. And so I I feel like the motives of that villain, like Killmonger, was so relatable that you almost empathize with him and his position, except for like the amount of people he killed was probably not okay. But him as a villain was why like Marvel. Like if you look, look at another like villain like Thanos from Marvel, Thanos has like crazy motives. It's like he wants to like restore balance to the universe. But, you know, the that seems to be more relatable than just like revenge or like, you know, power hungry, you know what I mean? It's, and then they try to humanize him with like, what is it? Morgana? Gamora. It's like Demora. Yeah. Or, yeah. I forgot her name. Like her, like his daughter, like basically like how he cares about her, but like his like ultimate goal is more important than her life. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, yeah. If you haven't seen Endgame by now, you should probably get out of your rock. Oh my gosh. But yeah, if if you look at DC in comparison, you have that movie you just mentioned, like Batman versus Superman. Who's the villain? It's like the idea of Superman being a, like a bad guy is the villain. And then the culmination of that movie is both of them like being on the same side because of a, of a greater evil. Um, yes, I know the Martha thing. That was like, the, it pissed me off the most. It's like, you set up this whole movie, right? Batman versus Superman. And then they just forget about their differences because their mother, their mother's same name is Martha. Like, that's not realistic. It's not satisfying to the audience. And I think DC would be able to get away with that sloppy kind of writing. Whereas Marvel, I don't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> full disclosure, everybody, when we watched that together, Ethan loved the movie. We got out of the theater. And he's like, how'd you think of that? I liked it. And I was like, man, that was garbage. And look, look, look what he's saying now. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can lie to yourself all you want. I do all the time. Cognitive <laughs> dissonance. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to the alt-right, you know what I'm saying? You can leave oh, that man. in. Oh, can I? Sure, sure. <laughs> this is California, baby. That, that's how we're going to become, like, popular. It's like InfoWars is going to post this podcast and be like, you need to like out these people. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh shit. Any news is good uh, news. Uh, is it? Should we, should we challenge that statement? Any news is good news. I can probably think of at least one news thing that's not good news. What, what do you got on your mind? Okay. How about that? We're going to, there's a projection that we're going to reach the total number of deaths by January for COVID. Over 400,000 people in America will die. Wow. Because of COVID. That's the that's one of the projections anyways. And most of the projections have been like under the actual number. So it might even be more than that. If that's assuming we don't take like masks mask wearing seriously and socially distance ourselves. So I, I think that's a news topic that's not good news. It's a, but the the deployment the shareability of this news I think is good news. You know, like everyone's able to know that we're on track to hit like a terrible goal. The U S is not doing so hot right now in terms of like COVID and leadership. And I think having the news out there 
kind of wakes up some Americans to understand the reality of the situation. Or on the other hand, it just affirms like that we aren't on a good spot and that we are going to continue to see these COVID cases rise. So maybe like that can be said to be good news. It's not good news, but it's, it's like good to know. So you think like if you can put a positive spin on something, then that's good. So I, I guess it's a perspective thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's not like, I mean, it's not good news. It's not like, I'm not like, whoa, yeah, like, wow, Kobe cases are high. I'm really happy. I'm just waiting for November 3rd. You guys got to register to vote. Yeah, that's that's our PSA PSA for the for the podcast. It's podcast PSA. So vote November yeah. 3rd. Is, is any, anyone you want to endorse for president, Sam? I'm uh, going to go for my boy, Andrew Yang. He's not in the ballot, but, you know, just, just keep in mind. Just keep in mind. I'm at the general election. <laughs> you oh. have two options. Yeah. <laughs> go Trump, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. Um, it's, um don't 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 vote for him, guys. America's America's livelihood is on the line. Our entire global reputation, our presence, our way of life. It's uh it's more than all these like fake moral stuff. It's like, oh don't do it. The world is more than fake morals. It's about real consequences and real people. And by picking someone with no leadership skills to run the most powerful country in the world right now, you're harming tangibly real lives and real people. So make sure to think about your decision before you actually do it. Really make sure, am I doing the right thing? Not for me, but for the world. And uh, just keep that in mind November 3rd, guys. Yeah. And if you register to vote now and you can vote by mail, you don't even have to leave your house to vote. So. Oh, I heard about this crazy scenario. I wanted to talk about this. There's a crazy scenario where Trump wins on election night, but then like 10 days later, when all the vote by mail ballots come in, Biden wins by a landslide. But because Trump is like, so like fake news, like he like, you know, like, yeah, fake news. Yeah. I don't don't believe these are election results. I won. I won fair and square on election night. I'm not leaving the White House. Like, I could totally see him doing something like that. And then it's, like, because of, like, unprecedented vote by mail, it's going to swing the election the opposite way. And so there might be, like, chaos, like, come November 10th. Trump wouldn't leave if, like, he contested it or something. Like, wouldn't that be insane to have, like, a president who, like, didn't accept the results of an election? That'd be wild. I I wouldn't put it beyond him either. And like this is going to be like an Al Gore Bush situation again, where they have to recount the votes and try to really like swing in some way. And obviously, you know, sitting sitting party with their political presence is able to influence this in some way. That'd be wild, dude. Where? How, how do you think? How likely do you think that's going to happen? I think it's pretty likely. It's it's because of the high number of vote by mail ballots this year. Usually, I think it doesn't influence the election that much because. The levels are usually around the same, but now it's going to be a lot of, they're predicting a lot more Democrats to vote by mail this year. And so on election night, most of the votes that will be tallied in, those will be primarily Republicans. And so that's why it will look like Trump will win, but it's like not all the votes will have been counted that night. So it's, it's this weird like scenario that exists only because of COVID, but it just happens to also be with like, the worst president imaginable who would like handle it horribly. <laughs> That's so terrifying to think about. It's like the law is the law. It's not, you know, it doesn't get pushed aside for anyone, no matter who they are, unless you're Bill Gates, in which case you're probably funding like coups in Africa and you're literally killing people uh, for a good reason, of course. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but well, I would say it's, Bezos it's Oh, is it? Because you know, if, if you're gonna pick a random time. like, if you're gonna pick a random rich person to like accuse of coups and shit, I think Bezos would probably be a better target. <laughs> no, here's here's why I don't think that. It's because I don't think Bezos has anything to gain from it. Like he doesn't care about the world, but I think Bill Gates does. I think Bill Gates has to make these tough calls. He's like, let's say there's probably there's probably like some some place in in the Congo right now, or like. Let's, let's use the Amazon. The Amazon rainforest, lots of bad people are doing bad things. Turning down the rainforest, Bolsonaro is no rules at all in Brazil right now. Bill Gates obviously doesn't want humanity to die. 
part of the reason humanity's dying is because the rainforests are going away. So Bill Gates hops on his jet, probably a Boeing, flies all the way down to the Amazon rainforest, orchestrates a coup for like some whatever, like whoever owns that area of the forest. The coup or the hitmen or whatever, they take down the, the people who are taking down the rainforest. Bill Gates, no blood in his hands. He was the one who hired them all though. And therefore the world is safe because, you know, preventative action uh, and he had to just, you know, break a few eggs doing it. I think that's why Bill Gates did it. But Jeff Bezos, he has no stake in the game. He doesn't care at all. He can he can manipulate suppliers and supply chain and all that to get his goods and stuff on time. Like he can like go to the Caymans and like strong arm somebody like, but he's not going to go to Africa and he's not going to start a coup. My boy Bill Gates. What if there's, what if there's resources in Africa that Jeff Bezos wants? Oh oh no, oh no. So throws a wrench in that theory, huh? <laughs> well. It's, it reminds me of like a deep state conversation. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, the government's like organizing coups and trying to like manipulate things behind the scenes. And then you find out part of it, part of the deep state stuff was true. And you're like, fuck, we live in a weird dystopia. <laughs> That's so weird to think about though. Like, how crazy. Wasn't it like the CIA or something that like got involved that way? Like I don't know. South, South America. Uh, I don't know enough to like have an intelligent conversation. I just know what I've heard. So, anyways, don't 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 take my word for this, guys. <laughs> you um, need to fully believe Ethan, guys. He's talking deep state right now. It's what if, he says. If is you want to learn more, if you want to learn more, you should go down the Reddit rabbit hole. And let us know what you find on the other end. <laughs> yeah, you got to go to r slash attendees. That's what you got to do. Uh, is it the Kennedy assassination or is it just like the family that controls everything? It's the family. Mm. They, they were the ones I, well, coincidentally who killed the Kennedys. I mean, isn't it weird also, or now that we're like talking about like, like political families, you got Kennedys, the Bushes, um, who else? Clintons. Like, I don't think Obama counts. counts. Uh, if all we fear comes not, to not pass, politi- not politically. I'm thinking like, who else? Just like people that have like been in power for like generations. The Rothschilds, Carnegies. <laughs> yeah. The. <laughs> I, do we just accept the fact that like? Like also the like the Waltons, the Waltons, like a small oh my God. the small number of families control the world. Like, yeah, we can like have our little like day to day like distractions with like the internet, where we don't have to think about stuff like this. But most of the wealth is controlled by a small number of people, and if we just like tax them or like distributed it more equally, then I think we'd. Uh, all live better lives, but we don't like to think about that stuff or do anything to make a difference that way. Yeah, people aren't people aren't so reluctant to change, especially when the people in power don't want things to change. It's very difficult. I think that's going to be our one of our tasks for our audience is to get them woke. We got we to have like a woke audience of like people that are aware of the real issues facing our generation. You heard them, real issues. We should change our podcast name to Alarm Clock because we're really waking up these guys. Stay woke, fam. So your dad, woke. Jo- dad joke number two. Hey, hey. hey I, I don't appreciate <laughs> when you call these dad jokes. I think they're really funny jokes. <laughs> these are dad puns, okay? Dad if I don't call them out, we're gonna, we, just lost, we just lost half our listeners just because of that oh, joke. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Self-deprecating humor. That's the Jewish way. Except I don't think it was self-deprecating. I think I was making fun of you. So. Oh, so um, you're just, just being dep- a bully. De- deprecating humor. <laughs> uh, am I am I a bully? I guess. I mean, it's from years of being bullied. I know how to bully really well now. Ah, uh, so the tables are turning. The turns tables have turned. The turn is. Huh? That's not the saying. 
The turns have table. That's it. Turns. You guys are eating sushi. Yeah, we're having sushi tonight. As a vegan, okay. what? How do you eat sushi? Okay, so we had this conversation already. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna Everybody, cut that out so we can continue that conversation. Pretend like we never spoke about it. So I at Lake Tahoe, I went back to camp the second time. And after I went stand up paddleboarding for the first time for like three hours, I was really hungry. And so I went to Incline Village and there's like this little parking lot with like a bunch of like food options. And then I saw the one that said, all you can eat sushi. So I was like, yes, like definitely that one. <laughs> so I, I like ordered every vegetarian option on the menu. So sushi, like I think most people think fish when they think sushi. But for me, when I think sushi, I think rice and seaweed and then something inside it. Does that make sense? It's like for me, something inside it would be like avocados, cucumber, carrot. They have like deep fried onions and stuff like that. What was the other? But vegetables, basically. Like that's, for me, sushi is just vegetables. I think for the most rice people. Rice burrito. Yeah, rice burrito. So that's why. I can eat sushi as a vegan is because I don't get fish in the middle of the sushi. I get veggies. I feel like that makes sense. You can like also eat it with like, what, what is the other stuff? Like the ginger and the whatnot. I feel like that's Wasabi. just as feasible. Wasabi. Yeah. Yeah. So I might be having sushi tonight. Yeah. So should we, should we uh, wrap up this first podcast because it sounds like we've been talking for a while yes <laughs> yes <laughs> i, I kind of like that it's like long form like this so that, i mean i don't know if there's like a time limit on podcasts but it's probably an hour's like standard unless you're like tim ferris and you talk for like three hours straight oh my god <laughs> that's like three out of the four hours he works every week <laughs> yeah no, you know, he like published an addition to that where like he doesn't actually do that anymore. Like he doesn't work four hours a week. Like that was at one point in his life when he was trying to automate everything. But now like everything he does like isn't fully automated. So he works a lot more than four hours a week. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think we all go through that automation period in our lives. And then we realize that a lot of things need that manual touch. Okay, so... Closing comments, maybe we can end our first podcast. I don't know. I we can do our, our little like. I know we have a tradition where every time we like finish talking to each other, we say that we love each other and how, how important we are in each other's lives. And Aww. should probably. <laughs> By the way, that's not a thing we do. <laughs> we no, come on, we do that all the time. That's that's why I called yeah. so long. Yeah, exactly. We just. You know, if if we were both gay, I think Which life would be easier. We we maybe are. I I haven't come out yet. Have you come out of the closet? Oh, all the time. I, I live there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gotcha. You're like Harry Potter then. Yeah. Formative years. Okay. Closing comments. I would say this was really fun. I I enjoy talking to you. I think maybe I we'll hope. like. Yeah, you should hope. <laughs> yeah, I hate you. <laughs> Have we ever had like a fight? Have we ever like argued? I don't. I don't think we like cause drama in each other's lives. I think it's like if there's something that's like on your mind, we like address it, and then it doesn't like. It's not like a boiling pot where like you just like explode kind of thing. Yeah, it's like really fortunate um, to have that, you know. And so I think this kind of form of a, a podcast where we can extend upon that and just you know, riff off and, and banter and whatnot. I think it's it's pretty fun. And to have an audience, hopefully it's not just like a one person listening to this. Uh, or if it is, please let us know what's going on with it. Um, yeah, well, yeah, feedback. yeah feedback. feedback. Like if we, if we posted on like Twitch and we had like some people listening to us live, we can like riff off of the live comments, which would be interesting. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be that, I just like watched a trip Twitch stream and I was like, these people, they just like, eat up live streams it's like their favorite thing and i feel like the thing about us that i i really like is how we handle new content 
like new inputs if that makes sense like if we had another person talking our humor like is like a compounding effect so all we need is like more people like adding to the conversation and then it just becomes that much funnier that's just my bringing in like a new like even if we had like a guest like (laughs) when we went wine tasting with tyler we had like some funny like tyler talking to him about but it's just it's just something to think about is like if we maybe we like feed off the audience like live or we like invite someone else on at some point it might have an effect on like how we like interact you know yeah yeah and i do like that i think it works well maybe maybe we can try to get some feedback well, maybe we can just like stream and, and just see how that goes also maybe that's a way to earn some income I think you can stream where it doesn't like record at the end. So like, even if we like say something that's like not okay, um, not safe for work. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think people have like copies of streams. I, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, but with annuances. It might be like a fun experiment. Like we were like basically trying different formats. We tried Anchor before. Now we're trying Zoom just to record and then like edit and publish but maybe twitch could be an interesting like medium as well to like look into yeah yeah definitely we should definitely give it a shot before before just like continuing on doing whatever so i'm a fan i'm a fan um, um so maybe next time we'll do that i think i think this was a fun round closing thoughts do we want like a like all right here's like something of the day like something of the screen I, I wish I could just like wrap this up like a like a little put a little bow on it where it's like <laughs> yes this is exactly why I came here I feel satisfied as a listener I got what I wanted from Ethan and Tim oh here here's a I don't think we explained this so tea talks right <laughs> this could be a fun for if you've made it this far then now you get to know that tea talks stands for our full initials so sure. it's not just like it's not because we're like perverts, but yeah, T-Talk stands for Timothy, Akana, Ethan, Tur. So that's why we ha- call it that name. And so now, you know, like we, we have a fun little acronym for our conversations and now you're a teeter. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome okay. to the T-Club. I'm sold. I'm sold. I, I hate you're, names you're, at group project right. where it's like, oh yeah, we'll put all our initials together. I, I hate whoever suggests those stupid names, like zero creativity. <laughs> hate it, but I'm sold. You, you call them teeters, I'm sold, I'm done. <laughs> There's a name for people that listen to us. Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> it's great for us. Uh, <laughs> branding, yes. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for listening. We are gonna try this again, maybe in a different medium. If you have any feedback, please uh, reach out to us. Thank you for listening. And uh, have a great day. Peace out.